I'm Nick, and uh, we get to be in Hawaii. We already have our reward. <laughs> the presence of the Lord is in the house, and I, the presence of the Lord is in your house. And just get your seatbelt on and be ready, because the Lord is going to impart something, and, and He watches over His Word to perform it. And so that impartation from the Lord will leave you forever changed and forever blessed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. And every one of you with an anointing to be part of this last day move of God. Every one of you. I mean, the, the move of God that's beginning to birth in the earth, it's, it's, it's not going to be just all about who's standing in front. I mean, ordinary people are going to go up another level and you, you're going to lay hands on, you're going to lay your hands on the sick and see them recover. You're going to see mighty signs and wonders and miracles happen even in the streets. And, and this is just a time of corporate worship and getting equipped, but the real ministry I mean, it goes on all week long. And I tell you, the Lord is, is, has already deposited so much. I mean, with pastors like yours, you're already on a whole nother level. But there's so much deposited on the inside of you and, getting, and, and God wants to flow. He wants to minister out of the overflow to a lost and dying world. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, let's, are you guys ready to get in the Word? Yeah. I want to just start by, let's just read 3 John, chapter, uh, 3 John verse 2, well-known portion of Scripture. It says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. In the new covenant, Jesus gave his life for us to live in prosperity. In other words, when he died on the cross, he established a new covenant and he freely gave us all things. Say all things. All things. I mean, every single thing has already been given to you. So we don't come to the Lord and say, Lord, will you please give me this or will you please give me that? It's already been given. We come and we just receive what He's freely given by faith. And so we just thank, thank you, Lord, we receive what you've freely given. We receive it by grace through faith. We receive our healing. We receive our provision. We receive the wisdom. We receive everything that you've already given us. And, and it's very important for us to understand the difference between the old covenant and the new covenant. Even our position in Christ. We're in Christ and He is in us. And we're seated in heavenly places with Christ. And so it's really, it's beautiful. It affects all that we do. I mean, even when we come to the Lord in worship, in our giving, in our tithing, 
We don't even tithe according to Malachi anymore because the devourer's already been rebuked. He, God doesn't have to open up windows heaven for us because we're seated in heavenly places. They can be nailed shut. And, and really, we become heaven's open window to the world. And, and so therefore, and we don't have to, again, the devourer's already rebuked. And he's under our feet. And so people say, well, well, if you tell people that, they won't give. But with us, it's the alabaster box. It's out of love. We come to the Lord and, and it's like, Lord, we're not going to get you to give us stuff because we tithe and give. We're not going to get you to prosper us because we put a check in the offering. We're already prosperous in the Lord. And now we are worshiping you out of the overflow because we love you. It's our alabaster box. We're pouring it on you. And we're just in doing so, we're receiving everything that, you, that you've freely given us. The new covenant is all about freedom and blessing. And we don't have to do the, the seven steps and, and the five ways and to get God to... It's already been done. And religious people don't like that because... Religion is all about control. And, and in the New Covenant, <laughs> it, it's not about man getting to control people through a set of rules and regulations. It's a place of where we freely drink and He's freely given us everything and we receive everything that He's got for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so as we get into talking about this Scripture, it, it's not about how how God is going to prosper you, He's already prospered you. It's really about us, how are we going to receive the prosperity that He's already given us? Can you say amen? amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. It's like if, if, if you had to find out that you had a billion dollars in the bank, well, you're just part of a family line and you didn't know and, and all of a sudden you get this notification and you, you've got a billion dollars in the bank. I mean, that would be nice. And so, and you get given the bank account and everything. You can starve to death and live in poverty even though you're a billionaire. And more than likely, you might have been born a billionaire and didn't know it. You only found out when you found out. And <clears throat> because you didn't know what you had, you didn't access it. Say access. access. And so the minute you got born again, <clears throat> you became a billionaire, a trillionaire. A, you know, in other words, everything needed for life and godliness uh, to the overflow. Health, every blessing, all prosperity, favor, everything in your heavenly bank account. And, and so now we just have to access through the blood of Jesus. We just have to access through walking by, by grace through faith and just receiving it. And that's why even when, when we receive communion and do different things, it's all just we're doing things to receive what He's given. And we're just going and making a withdrawal, going, okay, here I am. Where do I need to sign? I think I'll take... I'll, thank, I'll take one million today. Thank you very much. Well, it's already yours. 
Could you please give me a million? Could you please give me? Sir, calm down. It's already yours. You can have two if you want. How many million do you want is yours. The thing is, if you're born, if, if, you're, if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, whatever you call it, it, it might be a secret in some circles, but it's out now. He's already freely given you everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And everything that we do is out of the overflow. Now, when we look at this scripture, he said, Beloved, I, I pray that you'll prosper in all things and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Let me say this. Every kind of prosperity is linked to the prosperity of our soul. We've already been freely given everything. And now, right now, we're not talking about God giving us anything. We're talking about accessing. Again, say access. We're talking about making a withdrawal. We're talking about walking what's in what is already ours. Hallelujah. We've already picked out the Lamborghini. We've already got it. It's already sitting in our garage. And we already got the keys in our hand. And now it's about getting in and taking a drive. Say access. And that's what it's all. So uh, it's all the, the keys to, to access, to open the door. It's, it's through our soul. All prosperity is linked to the prosperity of your soul. And that can keep the door locked to what God has already given to us if, if, if we have our souls are in poverty. Now again, prosperity is, I mean, your pastor has got one of the best teachings on prosperity, and, and you've heard him, but essentially it's all of the blessings of the Lord in the new covenant. Everything for life and godliness. Not just everything we need, but more than we need. An overflow amount of everything. Not just financially. But when we look at the soul, your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions. We've been taught a lot about the renewing of the mind. And that's so important. If our mind is not renewed and we don't know who we are in the new covenant, we don't know what we have, we don't know how to operate, uh, you can have everything, but if, if you don't feel that it's yours, and if you don't believe that God has freely given it to you, and if you don't believe that He loves you unconditionally, and if you don't believe that you're the righteousness of God in Christ, then you can talk yourself out of the blessings of the Lord. And so therefore, that's why the Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. And then when your mind is renewed, then you'll prove what the will of God is. In other words, you'll begin to walk in the Word of God when your mind's renewed. And so we hear a lot of teaching on the renewal of the mind. And, but the soul is not just the mind. It includes our will. Our will or the, the center of what we want. 
needs to be renewed and transformed. And then the thing that I've been sent to talk to you about today is the renewal of our emotions. God wants to prosper you in the area of your emotions. Now, I grew up in church and have been in revival a lot, and, and I've heard it said a lot. It's like you need to live according to the Word and not according to your emotions. And I've heard that a lot. And just you need to ignore your emotions. Don't go by your emotions. Go by the Word. And it does sound good, but it's not in line with the New Covenant because when your emotions are renewed, you can go by them. It's just like you can say, well, don't go by your mind. Don't go by the way you think. Well, yeah, if you have, if you have a mind of the flesh, don't go by it. Because the mind of the flesh will lead you astray all day long. If you have the will of the flesh, don't go by it because you'll want all the wrong stuff. Well, I'm going to buy me this and go buy me that and you know, whatever, just whatever the flesh wants. Well, you can't go by that then. But if your will is renewed, you can go by the will because then you'll desire the things that, that, that you need to desire. And when it comes to your emotions, when your emotions are renewed, well, you can go by them. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen. Uh, you don't have to. See, the new covenant is not about suppression. Well, you need to suppress your emotion. No, no. The, the new covenant is about liberty. It's about setting us free so that we can, as, as when our mind is renewed, when our will is renewed, when our emotions are renewed, we can, we can go by how we feel. We can go, we can listen to our desire and say, what do you want? And, and you're going to want what God wants. In fact, the Bible says He gives us the desires of our heart, not flesh desires. You are a spirit, you live in a body, and you have a soul. And when your soul prospers, then you'll prosper in every area. If you're not prospering in the area of your soul, then you can't prosper in every area because your feelings are up and down emotionally. You want all the wrong stuff. And your mind, the way that it operates, that your sense and reason is all according to the flesh. And it, it, if, then if you, it, it literally blocks you from laying hold of and accessing all that the Lord has given to us. But we don't, so for a fleshly believer, a fleshly believer has to suppress themselves continually. And continually live, Lord, I'm so sorry I did this. I'm so sorry I thought that. I don't, I'm laying myself down. And it's like, and yeah, we need to lay our flesh down daily. But if we're living in a place where we're just constantly suppressing ourselves, then we're not living in the overflow. And the Lord wants us to live in the overflow. And you can live in the overflow. You can, have, you can wake up and, and when, your, when your will is renewed, you can wake up and you, just, you will desire a healthy breakfast, nutritious, and, and you, will, you will not desire something as bad for your health. You'll just desire, the, when, when, if, if you're single, you'll desire the right partner. 
That's what you want. You'll want the right kind of relationship. It won't be like a, a suppression thing. You, you won't like, well, I'm going to have to make myself go pray right now. You'll feel like praying. And, and it'll be your will to pray. And the children of God, it doesn't say that, that the sons of God will be led of the Spirit of God. The son, it says the sons of God are led by the Spirit. So there's a continual overflow. There's a continual freedom. And when it comes to our emotions, I mean, just like the mind, I mean, we need, it, it's something that's a progressive thing through the blood of Jesus. We need our emotions renewed. I mean, the enemy attacks people in the area of emotions. I mean, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, but if you think how many people have been hurt, how many people have been offended, how many people have been disappointed, in life, there's so many disappointments. There's so many hurts. There's so many uh, people that have a broken heart. In fact, right now, people are talking about broken heart syndrome. And people are, are passing away. People are dying from broken heart syndrome. It opens the door to all kinds of diseases. And so you've got people, as a church, people come through the doors, they've got a smile on their face, but they've got broken hearts. And they might on the exterior look like they've got it all together, but you don't know what they've walked through. And uh, people have been abused and people have been, I mean, so many things have gone on and affects you in the seat of your emotions. And in the world today, I mean, there's a new buzzword where it's, it's, it's talking about, you know, uh, emotional uh, well-being or, and, and they do all the, the tests on emotional maturity, and it, they talk about EQ and not just IQ, because somebody can be very intelligent, but if they're emotionally broken, it's going to affect everything and every part of them. And so you can study books on emotional intelligence, and I've studied some of them, they're really interesting. And that'll diagnose the problem and leave people knowing, well, okay, now I know I'm an emotional mess. What do I do about it? <laughs> and so today I want to just take a little time and talk about the process of renewing your emotions. And then, and then we're going to open it up and lay hands on people. And, and there's going to be impartation of emotional healing. The Bible says that you'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And that's not just sick. To be sick means not to function the way you should function. So you can be sick in body. You can be sick um, in your mental capacity. Or you can be emotionally broken. And the same blood of Jesus will impart an anointing through the, through the laying on of hands. We don't have to pray. We just lay our hands I'll tell you what, and God will heal hearts and is going to heal hearts. Even as we're talking, the Holy Ghost is going out and hearts are being healed in this place, even this morning right now, by the supernatural presence and power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. But we'll lay hands and impart, and, and some people, you may not even know where you're at emotionally. You may not even realize it.
Because through life you've been taught to suppress it. Maybe some have been told, well, you just, your hormones aren't right. But when your emotions, when you're healed in the area of your emotions, you cry when you're supposed to cry. You laugh when you're supposed to laugh. You're, I mean, it's, but there's, you're, you have, the Holy Ghost has access to put joy on the inside of you. You ever walked around, we were in airports just traveling. You walk around the airport and, you know, people are just very sad. They're just like walking around like, it, I mean, just very sad. And you look around, I mean, you can even go to a mall. People just walking and just sad and serious and they're broken. Broken people. And that's the world that we live in. And, and it's, it's sad to say that even many believers... It's if you go to their home, it, it's, just, it's just quiet and it's intense. And I mean, people should know where we live by the sound of the laughter. Hallelujah. Somebody said, that's my house. <laughs> the, by the peace that when you walk in and, and our children should be running around playing, laughing, we should have... I mean, there should be a spirit of excitement and laughter and bubbling over. And when people look at us, I mean, it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be a case of, you know, I go to Faith Family Church and you need to accept Jesus. And, and um, if you do, then you can be just as depressed as I am. It's like when you, when you go around people, people immediately, when your emotions are renewed, they immediately are like, you know, what are you taking? <laughs> the Holy Ghost. <laughs> the what? <laughs> and I mean, it's literally the joy unspeakable and full of glory. In His presence is fullness of, of joy and He lives on the inside of us and so constantly... You can be bubbling over, and I mean, it's got nothing to do with circumstances. Your circumstances, I mean, the Bible even says that, that, that at trials and tribulations you shall laugh. Hallelujah. Count it all joy when you encounter various trials. People say, what, 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 why do you count it joy? Because immediately your spirit man realizes that, that the test is going to be a testimony. The trial is going to be a victory. God's working all things together for my good. A miracle is in the process. When things are coming against me, I mean, praise the Lord, it's victory day. People want victory, but they don't want the battle. But we, we don't have to fight the battle. We're more than conquerors. And so when things come, I mean, you get fired, you start laughing. Why are you laughing? Promotion time. Thank you, Jesus. I didn't like this job anyway. Hallelujah, do a dance, dance your way out. And it's like, well, the unemployment rate is up. Well, praise the Lord, God is my provider. Vacation time. Thank you, Jesus. Going to Hawaii, yeah. Hallelujah. And 
So it's like, I mean, there's stuff, you know, when the devil comes with the worst stuff and he's, these darts come in and, I mean, all of a sudden it's like, but because my emotions are renewed and my will is renewed and my mind is renewed, I know what's going on. I know that I'm more than a conqueror. I know that he's under my feet. I know that he's disarmed and defeated. And I know that he cannot do anything to me. Uh, nothing shall by any means harm me. And so it doesn't matter what comes my way. When it comes my way, if it's bigger than I am, it's, 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 it's a reason to get happy and get excited because it's going to be a huge victory. It's going to be a great testimony. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless you, Lord Jesus. The devil made a mistake by coming and trying to put this, this thing on me because it is going to boomerang. And <laughs> I mean, it's just, and he comes and tells you about your past and you just tell him about his future. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And so here's the thing. We can receive an impartation, and this is going to happen today, it's happening, just one impartation where, where, where you just immediately will walk out of here healed in the area of your emotions. Just healed. I mean, just cancel every work of the devil. Just immediately. But then when now we need to renew our emotions. We need, to, we need to renew them so that when we walk out, the enemy doesn't have access to come and try to put the old stuff back on us again. And so this is a, the renewal of the emotions is something that continually happens. And it, it's really, it, it, it has to do with all of your soul. So you get to deal with your mind. You get to deal with your will and your emotions at the same time. And in, um, let's look at James chapter 1 verse 21. It says, Receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. So we're talking about the soul here. A lot of people say, well, we're going soul witnessing. Not really. You might be preaching the gospel or witnessing. But when it comes to our soul, the saving of our soul, that's, that, that has to do with our mind, the will, and the emotions. And, and our soul does not get saved when we get born again. We get born again. Our spirit gets born spiritually. So the saving of the soul is is a process that we enter into and it's the implanted word that has the power to save our souls. It's the implanted word that has the power to renew our minds. It's the implanted word that has the power to transform and renew us in the area of our will. It's the implanted word that has the power to transform and renew and prosper our emotions. The implanted word. Say the implanted word. So it's not just the word that, that you have on your iPad or in your Bible. It's not just the word 
that, that you know. Some people say, well, the truth will set me free. No, it's like it's you, you need to know the truth and walk in the truth, and it's the truth that you know will set you free. And knowing something is different. And, and so this, the implanted word means it's planted on the inside of us. We sow the word. I'm sowing the word right now. You sow the word, but then there's that re- receiving of it where you plant it on the inside of you. And it takes root and it begins to grow. And as the word on the inside of you begins to grow, it grows the fruit of that word is renewed emotions. The fruit of that word is renewed thinking. The fruit of that word is renewed desire or new, renewed will. So it's coming in and, and taking the time to plant the word, to plant the word. And if we look at Romans chapter 10, verse 10, it says that with the mouth, confession is made to salvation. Now again, the word salvation, the word sozo, is, it means to prosper, to be healed, to be preserved, to be delivered. And so, in the area of our soul, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation, and the implanted word is what prospers our soul. And so as we begin to speak the word, as we begin to meditate upon the word, as we begin to declare the word by faith, the word of the new covenant, and we begin to speak that wherever we go and declare that in our, in our devotional time, it's not just a time of having a prayer list and praying, thank you Lord that you're with me always and those are good prayers to pray, but it's setting aside time where you're actually speaking the word and declaring the word and receiving it and planting it on the inside of you. And when a farmer plants, he plants on purpose. He goes in and, and puts the seed in good ground on purpose. And it's something that we do on purpose where we get that word, and while we're planting the word, that word is feeding us, it's feeding your spirit man. Your spirit man and your soul work together, and when your spirit man is fed, then you begin to walk in the spirit. And when you walk in the spirit... How do you know you're walking in the Spirit? You have the fruit of the Spirit. Have you ever realized how much of the fruit of the Spirit talks about emotions? Love, peace, joy. I mean, yes, it's more than an emotion, but it has to do with your emotions. So here you have people that walk in the Spirit have love, peace, joy, overflowing, and so again, it's when you feed, when you confess and speak the word onto the inside of you, you're renewing yourself in the area of your emotions, but you're feeding your spirit 
And if your spirit is fed, then all of a sudden you begin to walk in the spirit. And when you walk in the spirit, you have the fruit of the spirit, which also equals renewed emotions. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? I tell you, and you know, a lot of believers out there, their word level is so low. And because their word level is low, they're unable to walk in the Spirit. And so therefore they're walking around, they have the, the right theory, but they're, able, they're unable to walk in it. Thank you, Jesus. But God is, is raising up a church that will walk in it. I want you to see yourself today. I want you to see yourself walking in the Spirit. And continually, it's like when, when I'm driving the car, I mean, I'm maybe listening to it or I'm speaking it, getting the Word on the inside of me at all times and thanking the Lord. I mean, we st- I start off in the beginning of the day and right in the very beginning of the day, we, in the very, very beginning, we receive communion. Thank you, Lord, for the new covenant. Thank you, Lord, for the power of the new covenant. Thank you, Lord. I step into it right now in the name of Jesus. I step into it and I receive everything that you have for me. And then immediately I begin to speak the word and confess, give my, give my spirit something to feed off of. And, and it affects me in the area of my emotions. It affects me in the area of my mind. It, it changes the way that I think. And I mean, I've, I've learned to leave the cell phone. Just leave it for the first while. Some people, some, I used to get up and, and you get up and just immediately get up and, and all of a sudden it's this email and that thing and, and it's like just leave it alone for a while and just, okay, thank you, Lord. I, I step into your covenant right now. <laughs> this, this cup is a, is a new covenant in your blood. And Lord, I just receive, I receive the, the healing. I, I receive your power. I just receive your divine ability. I receive everything and I make a fresh commitment to walk in the Spirit and to follow you today. And, and I just thank you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I begin to speak the word. I thank you, Lord, that I can do all things through Christ. I thank you that I have the mind of Christ today in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that every battle that I'll face today is a victory. Every test that I face today is a testimony in Jesus' name. I don't know what today is going to hold, but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be powerful. I'm going to be walking as an overcomer today. I thank you, Jesus. I mean, I'm getting excited. Praise the Lord. I haven't brushed my teeth yet, but I'm getting excited. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to God. Praise the Lord. And it used to be like, oh, I'm not a morning person. I just kind of give me a cup of coffee and a, oh, see what that person, oh, can you believe that? It's like, ah, yeah, oh, no, they need to grow a brain or something. I can't believe, ah, just, yeah, I, you know, we got an African gray parrot, and um, I walked past his cage once, and he went, oh. In my voice, I'm like, that's not good. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're awake. Hmm. Uh, like, okay, we need to change this. So now, 
now it's like I walk up and he's like, aloha. <laughs> I come in in the dark, aloha. And my friend taught him to sing when he was taking care of him. I mean, when he's done with aloha, he's like, you ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> I'm like, hey, don't call me a dog. I'm, and he's, he's a real, I mean, and walk in there and it's like, you know, my wife is so happy. It's, I mean, here's the thing. I'd be in the ministry, but some of the most miserable people in the world at home are in the ministry because, you know, everybody thinks that they, they think your ear looks like a trash can. I'm like, my mind has to be fixed on Philippians 4.8 all the time. What's everything's good and pure and upright and worthy of praise. And I mean, but you come out the right way and, and all of a sudden, it's just like people, people react the same way. It's like, you know, somebody will come with, can I talk to you? I've got a terrible problem. It's like, well, let me stop you right there. I'm going to pray for you right now in Jesus' name. But I want to tell you, no, you don't have to tell me. The Lord already knows the end from the beginning. And it's not that I don't care, but I really don't care. And I don't, <laughs> and I can't handle it. Because I'm just flesh and blood, but the Lord can handle it. In fact, He has handled it. Let me pray right now. Father, in Jesus' name, our Holy Ghost, I release your power right now. I thank you, Lord, for a miracle. Thank you, Lord, for breakthrough. Thank you, Lord, for blessing. Now, if the people want to change and be blessed, they'll, re they'll rejoice. If they don't, they won't call you back again. <laughs> and so my life's gotten easier as a pastor and... I mean, I'm just like, you know, in any case, I mean, how tough can it be where we are in, in the islands? But, I mean, it's, it's just, it should be fun. Life should be fun, and life should be light. His, his burden is light. His yoke is easy. It should not be burdensome. It should be, we should be bubbling around and, and, and that's when the, your creative juices can flow and that's when your mind can be free and I mean, you, your wife will fall in love with you all over again. You fall in love with your husband all over again and I mean, you'll be walking around you single people. It's like all the good looking people will be attracted to you and and <laughs> Who wants to hang around a sad sack? I mean, that's how it should be. People want to receive Jesus. They want to, it's, it, it, it's, this is what the Lord has for us. Hallelujah.